Welcome to Box Talk, a podcast for affiliates and coaches, powered by Box Pro Magazine. Diablo CrossFit has been closed since March 16th. Craig Howard, a co owner of the box, said around 165 members came and borrowed over 600 pieces of equipment. In fact, during our conversation in this episode of Box Talk, he said it's a little terrifying looking around the empty gym. However, like most things right now, it's what Diablo had to do. Howard shares how the gym has retained 85 to 90% of its members, with everything from trivia nights to specialty online classes to Zoom sessions with multiple camera angles. He talks strategy for each of these offerings and shares what he has learned works well. But we also dove into what will happen once this is over. Due to his experience in various industries, Howard predicts a long-term impact on the economy as a whole. As such, he's preparing his gym and its members by adjusting memberships and bunkering down for the long haul. And he speaks on fear and gives encouragement to the affiliate owners and how you all are saving the world. So here's an honest look into the workings of an affiliate during COVID-19 and what just may happen once gyms reopen. All right, well, welcome to this episode of Box Talk. I'm your host, Heather Hartman, editor of Box Pro Magazine, and I am here with Craig. He's been on our show before. We featured Diablo CrossFit as one of our cover stories. We've, we've chatted here and there, but Craig, can you go ahead and say hi to our audience and just uh, tell them where you're coming from and what's going on? Sure, cool. Um, Craig Howard, Diablo CrossFit owner with uh, my wife, and uh, we're in Pleasant Hill, California, just outside San Francisco. Uh, we've been around since... 2005 we're one of the oldest affiliates in uh, the crossfit world and and uh facing a, a the a, a for the, our first <laughs> real serious crisis we've been through some crises before um but uh, this one is uh we've never had to shut down the business and tell our members to not come in it's a unique situation and we're weathering the storm mm. and yeah so you, so you all are out in california um yeah. can you kind of yeah, maybe walk us through a little bit what that initial uh, reaction to the COVID-19 looked like, um, what kind of the steps of the business the business took, and then kind of just walk us toward to where you are today. Sure. We're uh, we're a big affiliate. Um, we're, you know, we've got 12,000 square feet and more than 500 members here. And uh, so for us, it was uh, a bit of a shock to have to, to close down. Our members came until the last day. And there were discussed March 16th was, uh, was our last day. Um, and, and, uh, and even though we were seeing cases in and around the area, our members still wanted to come. <laughs> They're a stubborn group. Um, we, uh, closed down, uh, sent immediately, um, communicated with our members, um, via our Facebook group and via email to let them know that, um, we were closing down. Um, we also, um, in our in my first email communication right away, I let members know that um, because we knew it was going to be at least a month that if they wanted to uh, suspend their memberships, they could. Um, we ordinarily don't do men- membership suspensions. You either terminate your membership or you start your membership. We try to make it as simple as possible. What we told people is you can suspend your membership if you want. Um, and... Uh, We'd honor that until we were open back up, knowing that that was going to be very difficult for us from a revenue perspective. Um, but I, I come out of the, I spent 25 years in banking and in um, investment finance. 
and I know the economic um, considerations. I think um, probably a little more in depth than than most. I'm having experienced it a number of times. I'm 57, and I've been through a number of market crises, uh, crises, and and uh, uh, similar similar type situations. And I knew that for our members um, who might not have work, uh, paying a gym membership just to try and help us is maybe not in the best interest of that individual. So we offer people that, that, that opportunity. The next thing we did though, um, which I think was important for our community and for us to maintain our memberships is we, um, is we offered our members the chance to come in and borrow equipment. So we, I created a Google form um, and allowed people to check out uh, three or four pieces of equipment. And those pieces of equipment were in line with uh, workout programming that we were designing for at-home workouts. Coach Jamie Lee, um, our head coach here, also uh, creates our programming that we make available to the public. Um, it's a progressive programming. And we knew that for our customers, our affiliate customers, and for our own members, we had to provide something where people could work out at home. So we created a kind of a mod, a minimal equipment version of our at-home workouts, and that was those pieces of equipment that they come could come borrow. I was, we scheduled uh, during the during the shelter in place. We scheduled uh, three days where they could come pick up the equipment, um, and uh, and then we sp we gave them instructions how to do that so we could maintain proper social distancing. They filled out a Google form so I could track it all. Um, we had uh, over 165 members come and pick up equipment. Um, we've loaned out more than 600 pieces of equipment, um, which makes me nervous as hell. If you <laughs> if you walk around my uh, the gym right now, if I walked around and showed you, there's there, there's literally there's there's no dumbbells, there's no kettlebells, there's there's the stacks of bumper plates that we normally have are gone. Um, it's it's humorous and it's also it makes me nervous in case uh, the, go the the governor or the president says hey we can open up tomorrow we literally will not be able to run classes but um the gratitude we received from our members via messages um social media posts and from um text direct text messages was just i mean it was just awesome it it, it, it makes you it would make anybody want to be a CrossFit affiliate owner because you feel like you're doing something really important and really meaningful in people's lives. And then we started the two days after, two days after we ran our first Zoom class. And I was hesitant about this. I just never really wanted to be in the online coaching business. Um, and, uh, and so we, we said, you know what, let's just try it. And I ran, I personally ran the classes for the first about four days, um, two classes a day just to see how it would go and if we could pull it off um and it, it went quite well and it was quite popular with our members and they loved it the feedback was great our first four or five classes suck in terms of presentation and uh, execution and how they looked and felt um but we slowly um fine-tuned it um i made a here at the gym i made a, a, a kind of a hack studio I double stacked boxes and put them on uh, furniture rollers so I could roll them around as moving tripods. We would have um, a dial in. I have some old phones, uh, iPads, and I dial in with uh, two or three of those um, from to give different angles. 
and then one of our coaches is a, is a media guy and he um, we set him up as our, basically our class producer. And so he dials in as the host and then he can switch between camera angles between my, the coach that's coaching the class, the whiteboard and the clock where we have a camera dedicated to so people can see a nice big clock and the workout of the day. And then our members working out. And so we created this kind of really bitching class um, online that our members uh, have really enjoyed. Um, so we do two classes a day and then uh, and on the weekends we do one. We didn't add too many classes. I've seen a number of affiliates add a bunch of classes uh, throughout the day. We, we felt like with, if people were working from home, they could break away at, um, at the same times, the noon and 5 p.m. And those seem to be the popular times for us rather than trying to uh, run smaller multiple classes throughout the day. We just run two large classes. And then on the weekends, we run one class a day and those are great. Um, and, uh, and then we throw in a couple of, uh, then we throw in specialty classes every week, you know, that, that where we're feeling, you know, people might like, we did uh, functional bodybuilding. We've done that two weeks in a row. We've done, uh, one of our members, uh, uh, Brittany Benedetto is a yoga coach. And so she did a, um, a sip and stretch class, which is shelter in place and stretch. Um, but also uh, bring a glass of wine and, and yoga and meditation for an hour. That was tremendously popular. And then we've also done some community stuff online. We did a um, trivia night last week, and we're going to repeat it this week. We bring our members in, and we just do CrossFit trivia, Diablo trivia, Diablo games trivia, all that kind of stuff. And that was a blast as well. So we've stayed active. Um, I publish a um, I publish a blog every week, uh, a blog post every week, just kind of a weekly update for our members of stuff that's going on in the community, stuff we're doing, uh, stuff that's relevant to what we're doing within the CrossFit world, and then um, stuff I'm reading and, and watching and that, that they might be interested in. And that has been uh, popular with our community as well. And I follow that up. I've been, now that I've got the time, <laughs> I've uh, followed that up with a... Um, uh, with a podcast that I do for our members once a week as well. That's kind of the the bulk of the stuff that we're doing. And we've been able to keep our members uh, very interested in, in keeping their memberships in place and going forward. We've lost, I'd probably say, um, 10% to 15% of our members that have suspended, that needed to suspend. And, uh, you know, what was really fascinating was those members that suspended that had equipment, they brought the equipment back and they were just, they felt awful. Like they would bring it back and just, just apologize from the, the moment they pulled up in their car to dropping the equipment off. And I told people, I go, don't, please don't apologize. This, this is unprecedented times. Like you, you've got to take, I tell our members, you got to take care of yourself first. That's just, that's, you know, financially, especially um, in case this economically goes longer than, than we want it to. So that's kind of the bulk of it, um, Heather, that, that of, of where we were to where we are. And our expectation is that we'll, our hope is that we've been told that we can open up on May, I think it is May 4th, the first Monday in May. Um, so we're looking forward to that and hopeful that that date uh, stays in place. I've got mixed feedback from it, um, but I'm, I'm hopeful. Yeah, no, that's, and that's, I mean, that's crazy. So you guys have been closed now for a month and then you uh -huh. maybe have 
another few weeks ahead of you. Wow. That's, but it's, 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 it's awesome to hear that even a month in you've only lost 10 to 15%. And those are members who've, who've suspended. Uh, it sounds like out of need and necessity and not because yeah. they don't like what you're doing, which that's, correct. that's, that's awesome. Yeah. So, and, and so having been in this for a month now, um, it sounds like you guys have really hit the nail on the head with the zoom classes. I, I haven't heard, um, anyone doing that sort of level of production on their Zoom classes. So that's really cool, Craig. That's awesome. Um, could you maybe give Thank some you. maybe advice, lessons learned through this, maybe things that you've seen like this works really well, like maybe with the trivia nights or the community building or even the Zoom classes, like we've learned that these things work really well, at least for our community, that maybe sure. that affiliate owners listening could learn from. Here's where we've gotten the most engagement, where I feel like I connected with our members, the most responses to my emails, my blog posts, or or comments is when I've been completely transparent. And by that, and there's a reluctance, um, especially for me as a 57-year-old man. I really don't want to tell people what's going on with our lives and with our business. I'd rather, you know, almost almost keep the the, the masquerade up of, hey, we're fine, everything's going to be good, we'll be here. Um, but in my communications, recent communications and conversations with members have been 100% transparent with respect to the challenges that we face with keeping employees, um, keeping our payroll going, um, applying for the uh, the small business loans that are out there, um, and the and our inability to get that. I have been we've talked about the suspensions that we've had um, and the amazing stories behind those and. Um, and, and I've gotten as a result, um, I feel a better connection with our community. They in their hearts want to help. This is so much more than just a gym. This is, this is a lifestyle and it is, um, um, and, and for them, physical health, but also mental health and, and people are, are super eager to come back they're super connected. And they want me to be very forthright and honest with them about what's happening. And that has helped them. So I would give that feedback to other affiliate owners is let them know what's going on and let them know that, let them know what you're doing. Um, we've been super active in, on social media in our Facebook group and in emails more so than I'm usually comfortable with. Um, and that has um, kept people connected, but also informed that they feel like, oh, these guys are working hard to try and keep this on track and going. So that's, um, uh, I think that's that's super important as an affiliate owner. And then the other thing is, don't give up on the on the, the Zoom classes. I think, um, you know, we've had classes where there's two or three people in the class, and we've had classes where there's 36 to 40 people in the class. And I think the thing is to keep doing it. And that's an indication to your members that these guys genuinely care. They want us to improve. Um, people replay. I post all the archives of the classes on our webpage too, so that people can go back and look at them. And I think that's, I think that's critical. There's, you know, people may not always be able to jump on the Zoom or they may feel insecure about putting themselves on Zoom. Um, and so, the, but, they, but they're doing the workouts. The other thing I would also encourage um, something that we've done, and again, I've always been kind of hesitant to do this, is encouraging our members to post on social media and in Facebook groups with respect to what they're doing. And I put it in from the perspective of, look, we the, the best way to influence others is to influence them um, as role models, um, let people see what we do, and that will inspire them to 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 do things for themselves. 
So I encourage them to, you know, post their workouts, um, let people know what they're doing, let, encourage them to join our, our, we call the, our sit fit classes, our shelter in place fitness classes, ask them to join our zoom classes and be a part of it. And that way, um, the, the whole community gets on board with trying to keep this, this, this thing going. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's really good. Even about, uh, the zoom classes and saying like, you need to keep those up. Uh, yep. cause I know it can be discouraging if only two oh, people yeah. show up or if no people show up and you're like, well, maybe I should yep. just cancel this. Um, so I guess what, cause I don't know if every affiliate can have the awesome setup you have and has someone who's skilled with media, like you got any advice for maybe those affiliates who are like, yeah, I don't know how to do this. Well, maybe some simple things or tips in terms of virtual classes that you think, Hey, this could be really helpful. And you don't need to have a ton of media ability or camera angles. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, there's, there's two things that I think are really important to running a good class. Um, well, uh, th let's say three things. One is um, high quality audio. So, but even that, like you can get away with crappy audio, but you know, I, I got some earbuds and those have been great. Those, those have worked the best for us. We've tried all kinds of microphones, um, but the, the freaking Apple earbuds are amazing. AirPods, I guess they're called. Um, the next is when you're, is to have a computer. Um, if you're running a Zoom class, have a computer, a laptop, so that you can, which is a bigger screen, which allows you to see the people that you're coaching. And um, if you can have the camera that's on you be your phone and not the phone, not the, not the screen phone, the, the, the back phone, the back camera. And the, why that's important is because the quality of that lens is so much better. As soon as you turn that phone around and shoot the other way, you get an amazing picture. So what I'd say is run the meeting, log in. And with Zoom, what's great is you can log in multiple, multiple people, log in with uh, your computer. Um, and have that set up to the side and then right next to it have your phone um, that has the maybe the airpods on it and you will improve the quality of your zoom like hundredfold and then you can go to the computer what's cool is you can go to the computer during class click on the uh, matrix and watch everybody work out and give coaching advice and information some of our coaches do the workout with the class some do not and there's no better way either way works has worked great members don't mind that the coach is doing the workout with them um the so those um two things are super important the other is um uh, the last thing is you can if you have an an extra burner phone like oh that's not really a burner phone <laughs> Watch too much. So Craig's a spy. And, and the spy. <laughs> <laughs> but a but an old uh, an old iPhone. It doesn't matter. An old iPad. Um, point that one at a um, whiteboard with the workout written in big freaking letters. And we use our whiteboard every single day. Um, at the someone comes in and writes the workout of the day, and we just point a camera at the workout of the day. And what's really cool about that is one, it's a whiteboard, right? So it's, it's, it's just, you know, it gives, makes you feel, but when the people are doing zoom classes, they, the, one of the challenges of zoom is how the hell do I see what, what, um, what the workout actually is. And that way you can make it one of the viewers and you can lock it 
And you can, you can literally do the whole workout with just the whiteboard up. People will not mind because they can see what they're going to do next. Um, on ours, we do a, uh, we do a whiteboard and the, um, a whiteboard and, and a clock so that they can see both of those things at the same time. So you do those three things, sound, um, a, uh, the back of your phone is the main camera, have a, uh, with a laptop and then, uh, and, and then another one focused on the whiteboard and you're awesome. You'll, you will run amazing classes. Go through it a few times and you'll see. And that, that sounds pretty doable the way you explained it and kind of the setup. So I like that. I haven't, yeah. I, I mean, I haven't even thought about doing that. Um, so that, uh, yeah, that's really interesting. I like that. Um, awesome. Thanks, Craig. And then also I did want to ask about your guys's trivia night. I think that is such a good idea. Uh, do you guys do that on zoom as well? Um, yeah, we do. We do it on zoom. And I, I was, so someone brought the idea to me. I, um, one of my coaches, Coach Andrew, brought it to me and said uh, he had heard that it was, it was, oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, Coach Pyam, um, who runs our competition team, he, he talked to me about it. And so we, uh, I went into it, and about 10 minutes before I was to go, I had assembled all the questions, all kinds of pop trivia questions, some uh, Tiger, Queen que Tiger King questions, some uh, CrossFit games, Diablo's history at the games, all of that stuff. Um, I had a three pages of questions. We got through probably about 60% of them. It was fun. But then I, 10 minutes before, I'm like, oh shit, how am I going to score this? And all I did was, was we, we, I, kind of the spur of the moment, it actually turned out to be pretty good. As I told everybody, just get a piece of paper and a pen. I'll read the question and you write down the answer. Don't show it. Don't shout it out. That, of course, it was kind of hilarious because the very first question I asked, everyone put the picture up with the, with the right answer. So everybody else says, oh, yeah, awesome. Thanks. <laughs> that was good. But, but write the answer. And then I, would tell, then I would tell the answer. And if they got it right, um, it gave them a point. Um, if they didn't answer, it was zero points. Right? So if they, if they chose to not answer or not make a guess. And if they answered and they got it wrong, it was minus one. And at the end, then it was it was self scoring at the end, and we ended up with one winner at the end, and uh, and then we gave him a, we we gave her a free T shirt, and so it worked out. It was really it was really easy, and it was a hell of a lot of fun. We were we were all laughing our ass off throughout the whole thing. Oh, that is awesome. That is such a good idea. I've heard um like campus recreation centers do that. Uh, they've been doing trivia nights like for nationwide it's been crazy but it, that sounds like so much fun and just be able to connect oh, to the is. community and laugh and just Could, take a break from the be, chaos couldn't be, couldn't be easier to set it up people had a blast we did it at seven o'clock at night we told people to have something to drink relax let's just get online and laugh with each other so and you make the questions you know there's so much pop trivia available today <laughs> pop culture trivia so many new I things. I think you could probably that. just do a Netflix uh, trivia night just you for could, shows you, on Netflix. You absolutely could do that. Just a Netflix trivia night. No question. No, because you, you said Tiger King and I'm, I, I haven't watched it yet, but everyone around me has and they're like, oh, it's crazy. So, but yeah, you could definitely do Netflix. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. Oh, that's so, that's so awesome. And I also loved, um, you mentioned the specialty classes and the uh, sip and stretch. And she yeah. was like, yeah, bring a glass of wine. Let's do some yoga. I'm like, that is yoga such a good meditation. idea. Oh, yeah. Real easy. Yeah. Yeah. Just members, like the well-being. absolutely love that stuff. And again, just when you, if you do it Zoom, just make sure it's recorded and then, you know, put the link to the recording somewhere so that they can get access to it at their own time. 
Um, we've yeah, also I, one, more, yeah. one more thing we've been doing that's uh, that we've had good success with is uh, um, weekly challenges. So one of my coaches, we dedicated Coach Andrew to coming up with weekly challenges, and so he'll he does a a quick uh, uh, video log of it and challenge puts it out there. Everyone put it on Instagram and in our Facebook group. Um, so far, the the first one was 100 push-ups, and then the next one was uh, three track your food for three days. Next one was uh, um, uh, meditate for 10 minutes, and then the the last most recent one was uh, do a straddle stretch, um, which is really freaking hard. Three minutes straddle stretch against a wall, and for five days straight. And so, in those people have been posting like mad in our Facebook group trying to get those done. And simple stuff. So. Yeah, I like that. Very, very basic, very easy to do. Shoot a video yeah. every day, you know, just like, this is what we're doing. I like that, that challenge. That's good. But yeah, that straddle pose. I understand. I'm just, I can't do it. I One time I was doing yeah. it in the gym, my coach came by. She's like, you need to go wider. And I was like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it is painful. Yeah. Very yeah. painful. I was like, I can't do mine's, this. Mine's, mine's more of a straddle support hold. <laughs> exactly yeah. <laughs> you're like no this is not good so no that's awesome that's that's a great that's a great idea and then Craig too so so you've been in this for a month you brought up May 4th hoping that is the lock-in date when you get to be back into business hopefully that doesn't change my fingers are crossed for you um but kind of kind of looking ahead because I do think it's important as an industry we start talking about what about after what happens what things are you going to keep what things are going to change? How do you even roll back into business? Like you said, you have so much equipment out there. What does that look like? Have you given any thoughts to that? Could you maybe just speak on what does the future look like? How, how does this look like? Uh, what does Diablo look like after this is over? It's, this is a very good question. And it's one I've put a lot of thought into. My wife and I have talked a lot about it. And it's helped us, this, this period of time has helped us assess our priorities. Um, the first thing is recognition for what our members are going through and going to go through. It is expected, and I, you know, I don't think I'm far off base when I say that we're in this country will experience about 30% unemployment. Um, we will experience a, a severe economic crisis. It may be for a couple months, it may be for six months, it could be longer. But there's going to be a lot of people out of work and a lot of people making a lot of less money, a lot less money. There's going to be shortages of uh, various different commodities that we're used to having all the time. Um, I'm already hearing about shortages of, uh, my wife said, of uh, produce at the market um, because of the restaurant shutdowns, the farmers stopped growing a lot, quite a bit of produce, and people are now cooking more and buying more, so there's a shortage of produce. But these kinds of things um, are, are going to happen. Here's the other thing that's going to happen, and I don't want to be a doom and gloom guy, um, but this goes into the, it's a longer answer to your question. I hope you don't mind. But the, um, one of the things that I'm really worried about, um, we had MindBody, um, MindBody is our membership management software, and they use, they have their own merchant bank, um, which is essentially the bank that processes the credit card transaction. Um, the first of the month is when we get our largest deposits. MindBody withheld 20% of those deposits arbitrarily, no warning, just said that, hey, we're going to hold these back. Um, during this crisis to make sure that, you know, if there's any chargebacks or anything like that, that we have the resources to, to pay those things. Um, that's, a, that's a fairly significant hit for an affiliate. Unfortunately for us, I was able to talk to a number of people of MindBody and I was able to get it lifted fairly quickly. 
Um, others I've heard, other merchant banks and membership processing softwares have decided to withhold almost up to 100% of deposits for 10 to 15 days. Um, I say that because affiliates are going to suffer. Um, we have applied for, on the other side of that, we have applied for the relief loans that is being that are being offered by the SBA. One is the um, the uh, economic injury um, disaster loan, um, I think it's called, and then the other one is the uh, payroll protection program. I've applied for both of those. Um, if they're going to take um, a minimum of 10 to, they're going to take a minimum of 10 to 14 days from the time I get it in to actually get approved and then another period of time before we're actually funded. So this is, this is going to be a while um, for us as a gym to get back on our feet. Members are going to experience the same thing. Um, one in three people didn't pay rent last month, right, in the month of April. So people are going to be struggling. Um, credit cards are not going to be as readily available as people think they are. If the merchant banks can arbitrarily cut us and withhold money, credit card companies will do the same. People are going to struggle. So that's uh, kind of the buildup to my our response. Ours is one, we're, gonna, we're looking at our membership rates and have already lowered them um, and, and notified members that rates have been lowered, but we may lower them again to make sure that our members can afford to come here. We think it's important that they be healthy and they have a place where they can work out for mental health as well uh, to keep the same through this crisis, but we'll probably lower rates overall and keep them there until we're through this economic crisis. Here's the other thing we're gonna do. We're eliminating special deals, free memberships, trades for athletes, for um, other competitors, uh, for even for military police fire and that um, and we know we're probably going to get some pushback on this but we don't think that those that those types of deals are um, appropriate given that um, our membership base as a whole is is going to be is going to be suffering um, so we want everybody to throw in together and what we're going to do essentially is give everybody a uh, one rate that is affordable and fair and uh, and when appropriate, we'll give scholarships or grants um, to those folks who are really financially impacted and are in dire need of what we have to offer, which is a cure for chronic disease. And so we're you know we'll those people by all means we'll, we're going to change the way. In the past, we've done it with competitors that needed to be sponsored and. And, um, um, and, and other situations where we were trading for services, those aren't as important now. What's important now is um, our members' financial health and uh, those that um, are suffering from chronic disease and, and need a way out of that. And uh, we offer that, and if they don't have the financial resources, we'll make sure that they can get access to Diablo and CrossFit. Hmm. Wow, you definitely have given a lot of thought to that. I think that's, I think yeah. that's awesome and honorable, and it makes sense. It makes sense. Even just thinking through, like this is, you know, that one rate, nixing those freebies, you know, but bringing down the membership price overall. Like I, I haven't heard that yet. Um, 
definitely something for our audience to consider at their gyms. Uh, what would you maybe say to affiliates who are like, but Craig, that freaks me out. I don't know. Like that money, money, like what, I mean, what would yeah. you say? Cause, cause the people we, are freaking out we, about this. Yeah, they are. And uh, we're all going to have to, I think for six to 12 months, we're all going to have to learn to live with less. And uh, my wife and I are, are getting ourselves prepared to, to, you know, to, 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 to cut back so that, so that we can make sure that we can keep this business in operation. I've told people I can, I can top ramen Diablo CrossFit for probably about a year. <laughs> and uh, it, where it's bare bones and, you know, we offer minimal services. I, I, I want to make sure that I'm taking care of my employees, taking care of my members. And then finally, um, Yvonne and I will take care of ourselves. And, and we've got some resources. We got enough resources to keep this thing going. I think, look, two years from now, we are going to be going gangbusters. I think every gym that able, is able to get through this is going to be going nuts because people are getting the message as a result of this crisis that, that healthy people um, do better. Right? Healthy people have the ability to, um, to, um, to, to, to survive COVID, for example. I mean, it's, we can't ignore the fact that the bulk of people that are severely affected by this are the frail and those with chronic disease. And uh, we have the way out of that. I think people will turn with, and, and the other thing that happens, I've seen this before in other financial crisis, the first thing that happens in a financial crisis when people lose their jobs is they take care of their house and they take care of themselves. They start working out and they, and they, and they clean up the house and fix stuff around the house because you, you want to control something and those are the things you can control. And, uh, and as a result, I think gyms are just going to, are, are, especially CrossFit gyms, are going to do very, very well. But until that time, that year to two years from now, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to suffer right along with everybody else. Yeah, I think that's I think that's probably a good word. It's a hard word. It's hard to hear. I think it's oh, something yeah. that most of us want to avoid. <laughs> Absolutely. And avoid that reality. But I think that's helpful, Craig. Even hearing from your experience um, with in terms of economics and the banking industry and having been through other um, crises like that, I think that's helpful. So thank you. That's yeah. I think that's a really good word. Um, and just kind of wrapping up, last last question. Uh, if you could say something to an affiliate today, the affiliates listening today, if you could say one thing, one piece of advice, one tip, one hoorah, <laughs> what would you what would you say to them? What would you say to our listeners today? Um, I would say that congratulations on doing an amazing job with the community that you're working with. You have helped give them um, surprising confidence and resiliency in the face of, of, of a terrible disease um, or a terrible virus that's affecting people. Um, you have made those people, people better and healthier and more resilient. And I think that um, if uh, it, after this, I think it's, it'll be really important to continue that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Greg, hey, thank you so much. Thanks for being here today. Thank you for taking the time uh, to chat with me and, and, and to give our listeners just, just an insight into Diablo and what's going on with you all. And even a little bit of a view of casted vision of what's about to happen. Where, where are we going with this? So seriously, thank you so much. Super appreciate you being on the show today. All right. Cool. Thanks, Heather. Thanks for having me. And that wraps it up for this episode of Box Talk. If you liked what you heard, or you have an idea of what you'd like to hear, let me know by emailing heather at peakmedia.com 
peak spelled P-E-A-K-E. As always, thanks for dropping in.